0: of the salad with Sam show today is Friday October the 28th we are at the weekend who's excited who's excited what do you have planned for the weekend huh what are you doing this weekend well let's get right into it I am here because I had a solid idea and I figured that I should share with you because I as I mentioned before we're here I'm here to help you find a different way to make wealth be financially free independent and find a way to live life on your terms your terms, and that comes from having your bills paid for. It comes from having no debts. It comes from really being able to serve continuously and being able to maybe travel, live your dream life. That's what I'm here to do, and I'm here to help you find a way to get there. and I'm going to give you a very, very, very small tip ah, <laughs> a small tip, trick and tactic that I use in my life that has been extremely helpful in helping me build a small amount of wealth. Now, see, when, when I think of wealth, what, what do you think of wealth, right? When I think of wealth, I think, you know, a person having balance, a bank balance, a person having more time, more energy, more ability to serve others, more options in their life, more resources, access to more people, access to more information, access to greater knowledge, and that is wealth. You know what do we think of wealth in general in society we think wealth is having a lot of money you know money is only useful for the good that it can buy nothing else money is just a piece of paper it's just a number right you could have a billion dollars in your bank account but if you're not doing anything worthwhile with it then what is the point see when when people look at when or i should say when the media looks at people like elon musk or, or or uh uh, what's the what's name? Jeff Bezos. They think, oh my gosh, they have so much money. They're worth a trillion dollars or a billion dollars. Like, yeah, okay, fine. That's that's what they're worth. But that does not mean that they have that money just sitting in a cash account, right? That, that is all equity. That is ownership. That is what they their businesses have generated so much value in society that we have, we have gladly given their company that level of worth. And if you've been watching the news, you know that the last two days have been absolutely chaotic for Meta, aka Facebook, because they've lost a tremendous amount of value in the market. Why is that? I don't know. Perhaps trust issues, perhaps privacy issues, perhaps, you know, poor leadership, perhaps self-sabotage within the company because people are building trust in their the company. And, and you know, when you look at even Amazon and, and actually even for like uh, Facebook, right, you have to, you have to understand that a lot, a lot of the revenues comes from marketing. And for Amazon, it comes from people selling products via Amazon. And the cold hard truth is that, yes, we are in a bit of a, a shrinking economy, you know, people are not that willing to spend money. They're being a lot more c- conservative and saving more money. And so they're not going to spend on stupid things like Facebook ads or buying Amazon products. They'd rather you know keep that money and save it because they're realizing, hey, inflation is screwing them over. So you just never know when this dollar might be needed down the line to help them, you know, survive through whatever the storm is happening. And is it that bad outside? Possibly, again, I I don't know really the details of what's going on, but I can tell you that yes, the cost of living has gone up, rents have gone up, groceries have gone up, gas has gone up, you know, so people need that money. And when you look at really the data, you you, you come to understand that a lot of people are just living hand to mouth. They're barely making enough money to make ends meet. and so what they're having to do now is borrow money, and credit card debts are going to end up at, at all time highs. I think by the end of this year. So how do you h- how do you fix that, right? Those are all questions that come up. So really, what I wanted to address today was uh, looking at you know building wealth and and buying assets through the purchase of used products. It is a taboo topic, you know, when you when you when you look at how people build wealth you you really have to understand that there are multiple ways of doing it and one of those actually is the smartest way, the most accessible way for most people simply spend less spend less than what you earn it's that simple you know i know it's probably like very like you might be thinking hey there's nothing new in that but when i say like spend less than what you earn what I'm trying to get to is to say that, you know, when you're buying even stupid things like electronics or sporting goods or or books or uh, clothing, even, there's a way around it. You you don't have to go and buy brand new shit all the time. So how do you, you know, overcome and meet that need to go and buy stuff, but also not go broke doing it? And I'll be honest, most people don't think about this as an option, but buying used products is one of the greatest ways that you can end up ahead of everyone else who is buying the same stuff. So, here's how it works, and I'll give you a very simple example, okay? In 2020, I wanted to go and start playing tennis because there's a court near my house and I figured, you know, we're, we're going to be home all day, want to get some exercise in, let's go out, let's go play some sports. and. I went on Amazon. I looked for a tennis racket. It was costing maybe forty bucks for a, a Wilson tennis racket, and I said, "Okay, cool, good to know, forty bucks." But then I was also reading a book called The Millionaire ne- Next Door, which was a book about how the average person gets wealthy, and it said that you know people buy wealthy people buy used, long-lasting things. I said, "Okay, fine. Let's 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 give it a shot. Okay, let's let's go to a thrift store thrift store, like." Locally here, we have like Talese, we have Goodwill, we, we have had That for Humanity and all these other ones. And said, so let's just go to them and see what they have to offer. And hey, look, lo and behold, I found a tennis racket made by Wilson. Was it used? Yes. Was it old? Yes, but it worked. The strings were in order. It was functional. The only thing it needed was a replacement of the handle like foam, right? I said, okay, no problem. I'll go and buy that foam for maybe like five bucks from a sporting goods shop and I'll replace it. The racket cost me four dollars. Four dollars! guys, is four dollars for a freaking racket. I said, dude, this is bloody amazing. I was gonna spend 40 bucks on Amazon and now I saved like 90% of that value and I got the same thing. And what that taught me was this was an alternate way of achieving the same goal while saving like 35 dollars. Actually, let's say 30 bucks, right? Now. The question then becomes, what do you do with this money that you just saved? One, it is money that stays in your pocket. Number two is this money can now go towards investing something else, or, or this money can be invested into something else, whether it be a stock, whether it be a cryptocurrency, whether it be another hard asset like silver, because you you can go and buy a silver coin or a silver note for well under $30. And so this, this sort of me on this on the on this loop of really changing my buying habits because i would realize that you know when when i wanted to go and buy something i was like what shop can i go to whether it's a best buy or a or a walmart or even like an ikea or something right where where you go and buy furniture maybe you go and see these shops and it's like oh wow look cool stuff for 100 bucks but then when you walk into a thrift shop the same thing costs like 20 bucks or 50 bucks even even that's cheaper right so you end up saving so much more money that way, and what what you end up having is more money in your pocket. And that's how you build wealth over, over time, right? It's not that you're not getting a quality product. You're still getting a brand name quality product. Actually, in most cases, you're probably going to get something that's going to last you far longer because the chances that it ended up at a thrift shop simply mean that it's, it's been used for so many years that now no one wanted it, but you end up going and buying it, and now you can add your value to it. Whether it be through like restoration, through like re- repainting it, through reupholstering it. You know, they have a lot of chairs right now. If you go and buy those and reupholster them, you're essentially giving it a brand new life. Restain the chair, make it look brand new. You know, that's that's value added. And then if, 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 if you really want, you, you, you can then go and flip it. And I learned that from Gary D. Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, when he goes to garage sales and he buys things for a dollar or two and he goes and sells it for $30. That's like the simplest way of being in the market and being in commerce. It's bloody beautiful because you just bought something that no one wanted for like a couple of dollars and you go to the market, discover what it's actually worth and go and sell it for that price, maybe a little bit lower, but you just made a shit ton of money. And what do you do with that money? Go and buy other things or multiply or invest it or buy something that's going to help you generate some cash flow. That's simple, right? So, So think about it this way, you know. Next time that you're going to go out and buy something, might be a lamp, might be a cooking pot, might be a I don't know, a a chair, a table, a cabinet, a TV, a gaming console. Might just be, you know, so many things that we buy. Look at the other option now. Now you have an option. You, You can think of going to a used video game shop and buying a used console. You can think of going to a used video game shop and buying used games. You can think of you know going to a thrift shop and buying something for your home whether it be for indoor outdoor d- decor they have other their products are insanely cool and, and you'll find some solid collectible items there too like i remember going to one shop where uh they had like these these used video game consoles in 2020 and i said you know what i want to go and buy one of the consoles that they don't make anymore i, I just want to buy it and i want to hold on to it so when i went and bought it, it cost me like 50 bucks like two of them well actually no i paid 50 bucks for each and i went into a store last week and i saw the same console for 200 bucks and i was like wait what the hell happened is it inflation or is it just that people are beginning to value these old things more and this all brings me back to what i've been saying for a very very long time is that back in the day things were made far better far more resilient far stronger and far more long-lasting and that ultimately will end up becoming the asset class that wins. You know, there are old homes right now on the market which are costing less than 100 k or um, I mean, less than a million dollars, which are like 30, 40, 50-year-old homes. And you know what? Those are going to become the greatest asset that you can end up buying right now because they're going to hold value for the, they're going to remain standing for the next 50 to 100 years. And they are resilient as hell. Plaster walls, even if, if they're not plaster walls, their framing, their structure is so solid it's gonna last you a very long time. And if you want to add a level, a story above it, then that's gonna be you adding value to the property. You know, I was I was looking at uh, YouTube videos on 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 how to build a second level on a house, on on at least a bungalow because this is what is happening, right? Because home prices are going high. Uh, A lot of families are ending up uh congregating or like living in one house together and this is like a multi multi multi-generation household and so what they're doing is now they're building more space and more units within the same building and last week ontario uh, changed their laws and they said you can now build three units on on the same piece of land so what i'm trying to question is what if we're able to build one level up would that be a good way to approach this ho- ho- housing problem because now you have, you know, maybe uh, the parents and, and two married couples who are living in the same building versus, you know, the same amount of people being scattered around three different condo apartments, taking up way more space, way more, um, way more property in the market. And how can this be used as an investment vehicle? So. Now, what I'm looking at is all these older homes, which are bungalows in Burlington, Oakville, Toronto, right? These are currently on the market for like a million or less. And the best part is they only have a single level. So the magic of this becomes that now you can go and buy a a pretty like old-ish run-down house with a pretty crappy garden or lot. But you can add two, three levels above it. You you can modernize the interior. You can bring it up to date. You can make it, you know, nice open concept to retain that same solid structure and build upwards one or two levels. That gives you a brand new home on an existing parcel of land with room for like three times the people that it could originally host. How amazing is that? That's adding value in the world. That's adding value in the marketplace. And I think that's tremendously powerful. So, you know, when, when, when I, was talking about saving 30 bucks on, on, on a tennis racket and investing that 30 bucks into, whether it's be like a silver coin or a gold banknote or whatever, right? Those are all all appreciating assets. As inflation hits, and, and again, inflation is by design in the currency system. Inflation is a, it, it is not a problem. It is by design. Inflation is, again, by design. Inflation is meant to eat away at your dollar, but it's going to make property and investing more affordable over the long run because you're paying back your debts with cheaper dollars. And we have spoken about this multiple times in the past on, on this podcast is that the dollar, see, the problem is that right now the, the dollar is in, inflating at a very, very high rate. And so your your dollar, I mean, your money is losing value tremendously fast. But if that inflation rate is controlled and steady at 2% or, 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 or 1%, then you don't feel bad, but you do understand and acknowledge the fact that you are able to pay back your debts with, 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 with cheaper dollars. And plus, if your salaries are going up at 3 or 4% at that point, then you are actually ahead of the market. As long as your salaries are not constant for the next 20 years, you are going to be coming out ahead of the game. And I think long term we should be expecting lower interest rates, hopefully, and easier lending. But also, uh, lending done with more checks, more uh, more balances in place to make sure we don't end up in a fire market like like we have in the past, or or a bubble market like we have in the past. But again, think about it. You know, if you go and save some money, when you go and buy a good or product from a used shop or a used uh, used product shop, used video games, used uh, like like trip shops and stuff, you can take that money and invest it into something that's actually gonna appreciate over time. So how do you start, right? How do you start? Let's say you have an idea one Friday to go and buy a lamp for your office. You, you can then sort of look online on Amazon or Ikea, or whatever it is, have a number in mind, right? Have a number in mind, say, okay, I'm gonna to go tomorrow to Ikea and buy this lamp for $80. Now you have a number, you have a budget of 80 bucks that you know you're gonna spend and you're able to afford it so you have no issues, you know, you can go and buy whatever you want to, but then what you end up doing is the next day you wake up and you go to a a thrift shop and you just might find a similar lamp, maybe not the exact same lamp, but a similar lamp for 10 bucks. Okay, so go buy it, right? Test it out, run it, buy it, and then let's say you end up saving that 70 bucks, now go to a, a coin shop and buy a collectible coin. Go to a sporting card shop and buy a collectible sport card right that's how you can start investing early and investing smart going and buying a stock maybe even an option right there's probably multiple stocks out there which cost less less than 20 bucks that actually pay a dividend so go and buy that that's going to give you cash flow over many many years to come so again think about it in a very smart way you know you're not going to be able to spend your way to wealth you might feel like you're wealthy because you have amazing things around you but if you're you're drowning in debt, then that's not really being wealthy. That's just being a slave in, a, in, in eternal bondage to debt. And the goal of being wealthy is to be, be free from that, is to have good debt, not bad debt, which is credit cards and bills and all that bullshit that we have to end up paying. So think about this this, this podcast, you know, the next time you're going to go and buy something and, and give it a shot, you know, do it once and see, does it make you happier? And if not, then then whatever, Just just don't do it again. But if you really enjoy this whole experience of going and buying used things like i do so i've been really enjoying it now i go to like thrift shops almost every weekend i go to used video game shops because i'm just like ooh, I, I wonder like what what consoles they have and how much they cost like you can buy a new xbox for 100 bucks like which is crazy you know maybe it's not the newest one but it's a it's one that works right it's it's still a video game it's still a console it's still fun and entertaining it's just it still helps be a distraction for your kids even switches and stuff, you can go and buy them nowadays, which are used, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's there's absolutely nothing wrong with going and buying used stuff. I feel like there's like this this taboo in the world, you know that oh only like poor people go and buy used things. Like no, that's that's shitty, man. That's a that's a really bad way of looking at it. I know when I was beginning to look into this whole idea of thrift shopping, I was like, I feel like just just people that don't have or or are not fortunate enough are the ones that go and buy at these shops. And then the more I looked into it, I was like, holy smokes, I'm like missing out on this entire opportunity of building so much wealth and and accumulating so much more in in a very uh, conscious way because now these things are not going into landfills or waste, but I can buy, I can add value to it, and if need be, I can always sell it later on for a higher price. So think about it, think about this podcast, enjoy your Friday, have a solid day, God bless you, wish you a lovely, lovely weekend ahead, and, and, uh, you know if you're in the misago gta area and, and you want to go thrift shopping hit me up i'd be happy to join you let's do it let's have some fun with it let's go you know buy something very cheap and it for really high as is done in, in in typical market in in a typical market as is how business business people think but i think that's going to be a fun experience but I, again i wish you all a great weekend and thanks all for tuning in take care bye bye